Oh, buddies, I know why you clicked on this episode. It's if you, you are one of my ex-failed talking stages, get off of here. Get off. See ya. <laughs> bye. Catch you later. We're this not, isn't for you. Yeah, okay? we're not name dropping. I know you're still obsessed with me, <laughs> but this isn't for you. If you want to hear me talk about you, you can hit me up. We can have a conversation, buddy. Not everything's about you, okay? <laughs> Stop <laughs> making this all about you. Don't make assumptions. Maybe this Agreement is why my talking three. stages failed. Yeah, maybe that's maybe, maybe that's why we're a little toxic. Okay, or maybe because well, you're making it all about you. So get off of here if you're one of my failed talking stages. Okay, bye. See you later. So the actual reason that you probably clicked on this is because you've probably had a failed talking stage, and we're going to talk about just that, just that very thing. You're in the right place, sweetheart. <laughs> with Gen Z, there's a lot of different types of failed talking stages, but a lot of them has to do with the fact that we have social media now. And also dating apps. Me and Maggie are 17, so technically we can't use dating apps. And we never have. We never would. No. However, it is something that happens a lot. And I'm sure that you guys can relate to meeting people on social media or online. Or someone just walking up to you and asking for your number and only talking to them online. So, you know, that's sort of how it goes nowadays. And there's a lot of failure in that. It's not uh, romantic anymore. It's not sweet it doesn't feel like you're in a movie it just feels like you're being fucking played i don't want to see a picture of your headset and the led lights in your room i don't want to see a picture of your eye i don't want to see a yeah. picture of What's your face the... no. every so often like the no. streaks good night streaks no take me out on a date or don't talk to me at all thank you bye exactly like no so that's like, what we're talking about. girls we don't want that no uh no we don't i'm, and... I'm personally so tired of this cycle. This is a good follow-up episode to mating season, yeah. actually. Go listen to that if you haven't already, because we talk about the fact that in fall, winter time, it's sort of the time of year that everyone gets into relationships because it's bay season. So if you haven't listened to and that, Julia's, that's like the prequel to this episode. Well, you're kind of like the relationship guru, and I'm kind of like the single guru. Like we kind of have our different areas of expertise, but I've been doing the single thing for a real long time and I know how a talking stage works and I know for a fact that most of them fail. You know how like when like somebody is conceived, like there's a bunch of different sperms and like only like the fastest sperm that swims wins and is born. That's kind of like how talking stages are. <laughs> only the best <laughs> one wins. Stupid but it works i don't know if we should keep it in my grandma listens to this okay well grandma you know I'm how sorry, grandma. you know how uh, reproduction works i'm sorry grandma i mean we listen we we learned this in like ninth grade hell like let's be real yeah let's be real like yeah well Anyways. okay most of my failed talking stages have to do with the mirror exposure effect and if you don't know what that is it's like you the mirror exposure effect relates to the fact that if you're around them a lot you're more likely to catch feelings for them because you see them all the time and i think that that a lot of girls fall victim to that um to that term especially if like you're in a class with them or if you have work with them you guys sit at the the same table and a guy will do like a bare minimum thing like he'll be like you'll drop a book and he'll pick it up for you and like because you see him every day you're like oh my god he's in love with me or like you have work with him and like or you go to the gym with him or you go to the gym with him yeah or like a cute guy at your gym yeah i see the same guy i gym every day um anyways (laughs) so that's the mere exposure effect. And I think we're all very victim to this, especially us girls. And like, if, especially like guys, like if they do anything bare minimum, but we see them every single day, we think that they're in love with us and we need to stop these delusions. Okay. Delusional is good sometimes, but in this way, it's not. Or even like every it can be, but. party you go to and you see that same guy and you end up talking to that same guy. Like 
it's like because he's reoccurring and you keep seeing his face all the time then your brain like makes an association with this guy and the only few like times that he's been nice or kind to you is or whatever party? it is especially yeah a party's probably a bad example for that but even if he like sits at your table no, it in is class, a good it is a good example no, because you do talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk to at parties that's for certain true reasons. like a guy that you sit across from in class or something and then he's like oh like i'll give you my homework answers or whatever it it's is like, that he does something nice he or he's being like, nice guys oh this is how you do this or this is let me explain the math to you yeah. you don't understand okay okay you're <sighs> just so such a dumb little girl let me explain it to you Whatever, but you Shut see up. his face every single day when you come into that class, then it's like, okay, I see what you're trying, you know what I mean? You're trying to wife me up here. <laughs> I see what's going on. <laughs> you don't got to hide it anymore, buddy. And then yeah. you're so delusional to the point where every night when you're falling asleep, you're making up scenarios in your head to fall asleep. I know you've been there. Also, I know you're listening to this you're so delusional. you're being called out. Yeah, and then you're so delusional, you think you're in a talking stage with somebody that you don't even talk to. Can we stop that, guys? Because you literally just have streaks with. Or you might not even have their snap. You just look at them in class every day and you think that they're your bae. And then they pop up with a girlfriend and you're heartbroken. Let's stop. Let's stop and think. Let's not. Is this realistic? Let's so reel anyways, it let's get into it because we got some stuff to say. Yeah. So during COVID, okay, this is a big thing, especially how Joy is bringing up like with our generation. It's so much different. My first really hard has anyone ever hit you Filled. up on TikTok DMs? That's crazy. Because they have, for me. That's so my insane. first, actually, this is kind of crazy to talk about, but I'm going to bring it up and you don't even know about this. So my first failed talking stage was in eighth grade when COVID started happening. And I got DMed by this girl on TikTok and I'm, what should we call her? Susie. Susie. Anyways, so I get a DM from this girl on TikTok and we like start talking and then she puts me, I don't know if you remember this, if you are, you know, part of the LGBTQ community, because um, I like, you know, I'm bi or whatever, but I got put into a gay group chat. That was a thing. It, it was called get, like gay group chats. And like, you get put into a group chat. Is and this then, like a COVID thing? Yes. And so it would be like, I, I forget what it was called. It was like the gay hype house or something. No way. And we had a TikTok account and we would all post on it. Because this is when I was, like, kind of weird and I would just, like, post about that stuff on TikTok. Well, okay, I'm not going to get, like, but I was weird, okay? And so, like, it was just, like, that weird energy where, like, that's, like, I just kind of made up my entire personality trait. It was weird, okay? So I got put in this group chat. We had this TikTok account. And me and this girl would FaceTime, like, every single night, me and Susie, okay? And I just fell for her. But the thing is, is that she lived in Illinois. In Illinois. That's weird. And so I didn't, I've never met her. And I, like, didn't, I mean, like, I knew that she was a normal person and wasn't trying to, like, kidnap me because I FaceTimed her multiple times and she was in high school. But I literally was fucking in love with her. And then we were, like, always talking, like, always FaceTiming. But anyways, that happened. And that was, like, my first, like, heartbreaking talking phase because then she got a girlfriend that actually lived near her and stuff. And it was just, like, oh, my God, it was, it sucked. Don't talk to somebody who lives in a different state. Like, what is wrong with you? Don't do that. Long distance and relationships that were was a big thing crazy. over COVID. I mean, like, we're friends now. Like, we literally chat and text, me and Susie. But it was just, like, it was not a vibe. So that was, like, my first, like, failed talking stage. And that shit hurt. Like, I would full-on, like, sob over this girl. I would make TikToks about her. I would write poems and paragraphs about her in my notes. I would be like, oh, she's the love of my life. Babe, you've never met her. 
oh my gosh, that's a, just reminded me, that's a big thing about failed talking stages is that they almost hurt more than a breakup because when you break up with your boyfriend or you get broken up with, Mm -hmm. you know what it was like because you were in the relationship and you know what you're, you're missing out on and you like know everything, if that makes sense. Like, especially when I had um, breakups with my long-term relationships, like during the breakup, I know what it is that I was missing. Like I had memories that I, specific memories that I was missing yeah but with failed talking stages you're grieving what could have been so you are even farther and deeper into your delusions that it actually like literally hurts so bad maybe also, not more than a breakup also you like but almost the same there's so much room to fantasize about them like you can make them up to be this person that they're probably not they're probably not they're probably not that great but you like they could have said but you don't know how amazing or not amazing they are so you can make all that shit up in your head and really put yourself in a circle in a in a spiral and us girls we fill gaps too especially when we're like going to describe what the date was like to our best friends like say on the date he's like oh like i really like your outfit um so what do you want to do do you want to go to the movies but then when you go to explain it to your best friend you're like so i get into his car and I open the door and he's just staring deeply into my eyes Bruh. and I sit down and he looks over at me and he goes, wow, you look really, really cute. And then he tells me that we're going to the movies and then blah, blah, blah. Like you fill those gaps. Yeah. We make, make up this- these like little mini like additions to the stories that actually weren't there. And we, and, and then, then we, we start to start, believe that. We believe it. We believe that this guy is this amazing guy and he's actually just like pretty mid. <laughs> he's literally like, mid. He's mid. Like, this is so easy. Like, I could do this. I could do this. It's easy. Like, my best friend could do this. My best friend could pick me up, tell me she likes my outfit, and go to the movies with me. Like, that's so fucking easy. Like, let's hire, let's raise our standards, babe. Like, pick me up, tell me I look beautiful, and take me to a fucking steakhouse. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but, like, I'm being real, though. Like, we need to, like, stop praising men for these, like, bare minimum things. Like, yes, you should be picking me up and telling or me you like my outfit. Or but... into our own stupid delusions and scenarios. Like, this is stupid so i just feel like with failed stop talking stages like a lot of it is like rinse repeat like what what is that saying redo rinse repeat or something i don't know i wish i could tell you but i can't something like that but basically like i talked to two guys that had literally the exact same personality and the exact same like life almost but they went to two completely different schools they didn't even know each other they didn't even know each other like this was insane like I posted about their similarities on my private story and they're like, people are like, no way. There's, there's no way. Like they had almost the same car, like almost the same exact interest. They listened to the Both same type bros. of music. Like it, it was, just, it was just really, really weird how yeah. similar it was. And like their, their families were very, very similar. Like it was just kind of creepy how similar they were, but they both, the way that the talking stage ended was very, very similar to both of them. And, like, the things that we did were also similar. And guys, like, they have, like, this agenda with girls. They're like, okay, I'm going to take her to this place where I take all. Like, me and Maggie went to this one place that's by our house that's, like, kind of cutesy. Like, it's cute to take dates on, but it's not close enough to our house to Uh where it's, like, that common. We were there the other night, and I go, oh, yeah, I went here with this guy. And And I go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so did I. And I was like, yeah, like, I've been here with multiple guys. And she's like, oh, yeah. And I go, so is that just, like. Well, because then it's like when I went there the first time, I was like, oh, my God, like he took me here. Like, this is so cutesy, whatever, like in my head. And I was like in my delusions, like we were talking about. 
But in reality, it's like, oh, every girl comes here with a guy. Every girl's been here with a guy. Every guy takes uh, their girls here. Like, you're not special. And, like, guys decide. I have a theory. And I've heard people say this on TikTok as well. But I think it's true 100%. When you meet a guy and in the first, like, week of you talking – you will be able to tell if if you get out of your delusion brain and you're just fucking logical with the situation, he decides whether you are going to be his girlfriend, whether you're just going to be like a hookup situation, you're not going to mean much to him, or if you're just going to be a friend. He decides. And you can tell if you're going to be his girlfriend, he's not taking you to the stereotypical places. You guys are going to like watch the stars at night. You guys are going to brunch. You guys are doing stuff that are seen as actually kind of feminine. He's seeing you before 4 p.m. Yeah. He's taking you out to brunch. He's taking you to the beach. You guys are making a picnic. You guys are, you're meeting his friends. If he's, if you're just a hookup, he'll take you places, but it'll be to a nice restaurant at night. And it'll be when he's free, not when you're free. Mm -hmm. And if you're just his friend, he won't take you anywhere. But. You'll just see him when you're with your friends, and he might see, seem a little flirty, but he's just doing that because he's bored. But if that's another yeah. mere exposure effect, is guys who are in your friend group. Yeah. And that's you a, think that's yeah, a yeah. bad one. So I think that that's really important, also, just to think of like, okay, let's be logical here. Like, if he's not making that effort to see you before 4 p.m., if you guys are only hanging out at night, he's most definitely not wanting to be your boyfriend. And don't convince yourself that he is. If you have to ask him to hang out every time, babe, no. Even if he says yes, even if he's like, oh, my God, I'm so down. No, he should ask you to hang out first. If if he's like, oh, like, we should hang out. Like, when are you free? And, like, keeps asking you that and he asks you first and you're not putting in all the effort, then he most le- he most definitely wants you to be his girlfriend. But if you have to ask, if you have to remind him about plans, if you have to initiate this stuff, he doesn't care as much as you think he does because the difference between guys and girls is, like, even people that I talk to that this is going to sound really bad, but even people that I talk to that I'm not necessarily wanting to date them, I kind of still like am nice to them. Like not always, but like, cause it's fun. It's fun. But with guys, no, I mean, they'll entertain you. They'll make you feel special. But if you're smart enough to see the difference, you will, you'll be able to see it. Um, and like, that's like something that actually leads me into one of my ex talking stages. We're going to call him Matthew. I met him sophomore year. We started hanging out and he did this exact thing to me. Okay. The only difference is that he actually would take me to breakfast. Huh. Well, he only took me to breakfast like twice. In the AM. Maybe at a night shift. Yeah. So yeah, for real. But he took me to breakfast a few times. We got like acai bowls or whatever. And that was cute. He didn't have his license at this point. So he would like literally bike all the way to my house and stuff. I know. But, and even though he was a year older than me and like, but then he would start coming over a lot and we would meet at night or we would go to the hot tub and we would just hang out every like all the time at night and like he would tell me that he wanted me to be his girlfriend he'd be like I'm gonna ask you to be my girlfriend on New Year's I'm gonna ask you to be my girlfriend like I'm so into you he posted a video like with my hand in it like to hint that he was with a girl on his TikTok like he was fucking real about this he was at my best friend's birthday thing which like only like my best friend at the time, which only like five people were there. He was like really sweet to me. And then all of a sudden he texts me and is like, Hey, you're just way too nice for me. Like, I don't want to hurt you. And like, you're just, he got scared. He got scared. He got scared because we we started committing to each other. And then all of a sudden, Hey, like I've just been thinking and like, I don't think I can commit. Like you're way too nice. 
for me. Like, you're just so sweet. You're such a good person. And I'm, I know I'm going to hurt you. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Then over and over and over again, because I was like in love with this guy. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I was. Pa- these past two years, we will hang out like two times, not talk for months. Hang out two times, not talk for months. Hang out two times, not talk for months. And finally, man's got a girlfriend and he's bait up and like happy for him and stuff. But it makes you think, well, why this girl and not me? But you know that one guy and literally he was like, he got scared and yeah. he went back and forth of what's going to happen? What's going to yeah. happen? Two weeks later, got a girlfriend. Yeah. And it's I like, mean, like it took my man, my guy two years, but still like it doesn't really I'm make any sense. Replaceable. That's that's okay. That's what it makes you feel like. Though. It makes you feel like you're easily, easily replaceable. replaceable. It makes you feel like you don't have the you don't have what it takes to be girlfriend material. That's what it makes you feel like. But that's actually not true. The thing is, is that a lot of girls who will easily get boyfriends are moldable. They are they don't have a steady sense of self. They just do whatever they possibly have to do to get to get the boyfriend to bag the guy to bag the guy and. By that, by doing that, they lower their self-respect. Number number one, and number two, they're definitely not acting like the person that they really are. Because at least I know for you, Julia, you have a big, fun, outgoing personality. You're unique. You have unique interests. You're strong. You advocate for yourself. When a guy sees that, oh no, honey, he's scared. And that's I think how Matthew felt for me. It's like, well, yeah, I am really nice. I am, but I'll also break your heart. Yeah. And, but I have, but if you leave, I don't care because I have this, this, and that in my life and I've established things for myself. I have accomplished things and I know my worth. And if you leave, I have a world full of things I've created for myself that will satisfy me other than you. My world's not going to revolve around you. And number, number two, I'm not going to take disrespect. Like I, I just won't. So guys, guys, you know treat me like an object even if they're my boyfriend nope gone gone done done, done. you're done you're done disrespect my friends which is something that my um one of my recent exes did he was done just like that done because you say something disrespectful that goes against who i am you're done and i think he, like people can see that people can see when you respect yourself and they get scared so if you feel replaceable it's most definitely just because a guy is afraid of you dang sorry but that's how it works cut. dang it's because they're afraid of you. Yeah. A guy wants is, a girl who is weak. Listen to this podcast when you feel like this, because everything that Maggie just said is a completely correct. And I really just, my mind was just blown and on the floor. But, um, <laughs> but I feel like after failed talking stages, especially when that happens, like if you have ever had a failed talking stage and then a couple weeks, months, what, whatever it may be, they get into a relationship. It kind of makes you think, okay, well, why can you do it with her and not me or with that person and not me? And it makes you feel like you're easily replaceable. It makes you feel like you're not, you're not good enough. Or what did she do that I didn't do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she watered herself down. That's what makes it hard to try again and try again and try again with all these different guys or girls or whatever it is, because it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm afraid of getting hurt again. I'm afraid of being replaced again. I'm afraid of just being another pawn in the game. Being like, oh, I'm that girl that you meet before you meet the love of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what's kind of hard about. That's what's kind of hard about talking stages is when you've had 
too many that haven't worked out, you get to a point where you're like almost burnt out over it. You're like, okay, it's and I've it's exhausting. Enough. Okay, starting talking stage is like, you know, like when teachers give you like a huge school project and they're like, you're gonna be working on this for like the entire semester, and you're just like, bruh, the fuck, like it's gonna take that long. Yeah, that does. And they're like, well, you have like five months, like, you know, like it's a lot of work, but you have a lot of time to do it, bro. But I'm not gonna, I don't want to do it over five months. I want to do it in like two nights. I'm probably going to procrastinate it. <laughs> and that's how talking stages feel because you know, to do it right, you have to do it slow. But yeah. after you've done it so many times, it's like, oh my God, I don't want to go on 50 fucking dates spend three months talking to you before I date you. I don't want to do that because... I honestly don't even want to go see that movie. No. I honestly don't even want to go to that restaurant. It gets boring. And not even boring, but it gets, like, exhausting. It's like, how many people do I have to talk about myself to? I just want a relationship and I want a loving connection, but it takes so long, so much work to get there. Dating isn't easy. It's not supposed to be. Like, to have a healthy relationship and to build a connection, you have to put in that work and you have to be patient. But I've lost my patience. And it's like, it's not that I just want to have like these meaningless, meaningless, um, you know, connections, meaningless relationships. Yeah. I don't want to have these meaningless relationships in my life. I want to have a meaningful relationship. At this point in my life, I do want a relationship, but it's like, it takes so much to get there. And all you can think about is the end goal. It's hard to think about. And that's how things fail because you want to take it so fast. And I think I end up maybe scaring people away when I'm like, I want to date you, but it's like so soon. See the difference between me and Maggie is Maggie notices the red flags in the talking stage. And if she doesn't like them, I leave. Then she leaves. I'm like, bye. And me, I sweep it all under the rug and just look at the, look at the prize. I'm looking at the trophy and I'm like, all right, how do I get there? She has lots of rose colored glasses in her dresser. And every single day she puts a pair on, I swear to fucking God. And I'm, and I feed into my delusions and I'm like, but, 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 but it's like, girl, also, Something that we could also talk about, especially this applies to high school. If you talk to a guy who doesn't go to your school or like you meet him on like an extracurricular okay, that's, that that's doesn't be the best, that, but, 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 but here's what's really like, obviously there's a lot of good sides to dating guys mm-hmm. at, that don't go to your school, but something that people don't talk about with going or um, dating or talking to guys from your, a different school, uh, bonus points, if they you don't really know them or you met them on Instagram or you met them like in an extracurricular where you only see a certain side of them yeah, or whatever. It's like, you don't know their friends. You don't know their reputation. You don't know their exes. You don't know how they act in class. You don't know how they act in class. You don't know what people think and say about them at school. You don't know what girls they're talking to at school. You don't know what girls are flirting with in class, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so when you start talking to a guy that goes to another school you have to do so much digging you have to do like research you have to literally research because you have to put on your fbi I goggles i have had talking stages with guys that don't go to my school and it's like then after it failed i talked to people who knew that them personally because they went to the same school as them and they're like oh yeah i thought it was so funny that you started talking to this person because at school at my school at, at my school they're viewed as this or and you're they, like and you're huh? like wait there was that kid at school and they're like, yeah. And I was like, I didn't know that. Well, of course I didn't know that because I don't, I don't go, go to, school. I don't go to school with them. Like imagine, think of where, whatever, wherever it is that you go to school, think of like the guy at the top of the food chain 
that's low-key an asshole, that doesn't ever have a girlfriend, he just sort of has a bunch of failed talking stages, and every girl who goes to school with him knows that. Think of a guy that goes to your school that maybe doesn't, maybe supports things that he shouldn't support, or says things that aren't very nice, or just guys that are just a guy that, like, most girls view as, like, ugh, I hate that kid, but I don't know why he's so popular or why he pulls so many girls. It's because all the girls that he's pulling go to other schools, and they see him and they think at he's party, hot, probably. but they don't know his reputation at school. Yeah. And at school, every girl's like, ew. Like, like if you started talking to that guy yeah. at your school, all the girls would be like, ew, you're talking to that guy? Like, isn't he this? Or doesn't he say this? Or doesn't isn't yeah. he friends with this? And it's like, when you talk to a guy, mm-hmm. at, imagine if you talk to that guy at another school and you would have no idea. Mm-hmm. Unless some girl was crazy enough to DM you about it, but Ugh. most girls don't care that much. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Dating guys that don't go to the same school as you or, like, that are just not in your, like, vicinity circle, there's a lot, a lot of, like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot, a lot of upsides to that, but at the same time, that's You have to do extra research. That's really low-key scary. That's why it's, I think that online dating is just sometimes so terrifying. Yeah, it is. Like, adding a random guy on Snapchat that goes uh-huh. to school, like, 10 miles away. Or just, like, online dating in general. And all schools, even if it's, like, in the same city, all schools and their dynamics. They're so like, different. They're so It's literally different. so different. And, like, you'll go to a different school's football game or something, or you'll be at a different school's prom, and you're like, why is every kid here, like, an alien? They, they're, like, aliens yes. to you, to the people that you go to school with. They're so much different. So that's why you have to do your research and be extra FBI about this stuff, because you don't know who this kid is. You if don't you're know a guy, who he hangs out with. And you're listening to this. One thing about girls, we're FBI agents. You think you don't know? You think we don't know the you last house that you lived in? We know. We know. We know. We've been on. We've been on Zillow. We know your ex exes. We know your exes exes. We know your exes friends. We know your girlfriend ex girlfriend's friends. We know your friends exes. We know who. We your, know your mom looks like. We know what your dad looks like. We know your mom's maiden name. I'm sorry, maybe not that far, but we're joking. we will we find out know that we will. much. But we will. We. We but if you're trying to hide some something, babe, it's, you're funny. Yeah, you're funny. You're funny. Um, yeah, so that's important. Also, another thing is like that I've been learning is to give people time. If you really like somebody and there's no red flags and you enjoy your time with them, but maybe, you know, you guys have been on 10 dates and you've only kissed twice. Or you guys have, you know, kissed, but you know, it feels awkward and you know you really get along with them there's a lot of chemistry but you feel like you can't really like hug them when you meet them and you feel like they're not really opening up to you about certain stuff give them time because it's so worth it if I think if you actually let that connection develop like the slow burning ones actually are the best ones because there's the most tension there you can get to know them you you're not going to feel used because if they're not doing that stuff with you automatically then you're going to realize oh maybe they want me for more maybe they actually want to be with me maybe they want to get to know me and like if anybody myself included if you want to have a successful talking stage that matures into something else and there's no red flags like you've got to give it time like the ones that happen super fast are usually the ones that end super fast I agree yeah and the ones that are more of a slow burn those are long-lasting relationships. And you don't have to be with them forever. That's not the point of relationships, especially in high school. Like, I hate when people say, oh, I'm dating to marry. 
well, it's nice to have some relationships under your belt before you meet the person you're going to marry. Because you've had experiences. Yeah. Boys are like experiences and like and girls the beginning too. chapters of a book. Like yeah. you sort of have to like read through the boring ones to get through yes. to, get to the and good ones. And even if they're not boring, it's it's nice to have those amazing relationships that just end out of we're going separate ways or we got in this argument because you look back on it and it's like there's experience. Like failed relationships and also failed talking stages, they're not like this big negative thing. I mean, I think that they can be really good. And you don't have to like it's so awful to put stress on yourself to marry the person you're dating in high school. That's how those relationships end faster, I think. Because you think that everything has to be ahead perfect. Of themselves. Yeah. And and they and yeah, and they like act like you're in an adult relationship and it's like you're not. Like just let it be fun. Let it be immature sometimes. Let it be like you know, just like silly. Let it be fun. Let it be, you know, young, immature. Because those relationships are fun. You don't need to have a joint fight, like bank account yet. Like chill, bro. Like chill. Also, like another thing is, is with that, it's like we're at our beginning of our senior year and a lot of people have like closed themselves off because we're all going to college next year. So people have like closed themselves off to the idea of a relationship, but it's like, we have actually 10 months left of being at school. It's like, why don't you, why did you completely shut down the idea of being, of being like something? Even if you know that person's going to go out of state, like it's fun. It's fun. Like, why are you thinking so far into the future? Why is your head completely on the other side of of, high school, of high school? Like if you're a senior, take a breath, learn how to be in the present and just maybe Try things. Cause this have some fun. Sh- this shit is about having fun. Yeah. It's not like, don't take it too seriously. Like, this is not about finding your husband or wife. This is, I mean, if you want it to be fine, go for it. But it's not about finding your husband or wife. It's not about, like, having children. Like, we're in high school. Have fun. Have fun with these relationships. Obviously, be careful. But you can have recklessly fun relationships that don't have to mean anything in the long run. That's fine. That's fine. And if they do mean something to you, if you're a senior and you think, I want to be with this person outside of high school and see where our future goes, then great. But if you're like a sophomore or freshman listening to this, just have fun. Chill out. Have fun. Have fun. Even if you're older. You don't like marrying. You can be with somebody for 10 years, not get married. That's fine. It's up to what you want to do. But don't do what you feel like you have to do. You feel like you have to date to marry. No, you don't. You don't. You have to date because it makes you feel good, because you love that person, because you're having fun, because they respect you, and because it's making your life enjoyable. But other than that, like, let's let's reel it in. Also, I feel like toxic relationships slash um, talking stages can sometimes, and this is a very, very hot take, be a good thing. Yeah. Because if you have a toxic talking stage or relationship then you know the signs then you know the red flags well, that's what we're and not then, gonna do and then when you have a healthy relationship you're like okay you're sort of out of line you're acting like someone that i used to know or you're doing something that i used to know i'm gonna put you back in your place or we're gonna have a conversation about this later or yeah. we're gonna work this out before i don't want to work it out at all and i'm leaving you know and it's like sometimes the toxicity like you need to figure out what that looks like in order to have well, the healthy you relationships. you figure out what the toxicity looks like, then somebody does something similar to that, and then you get scared, and then you're like, all right, we need to work this out, because mm-hmm. I will not, I cannot do something like that again. And that little trauma response right there, it sucks, it doesn't help, it doesn't feel good, but it's nice to have. It's like your body warning you, like, hey, 
let's work this out with this person. Let's make sure they don't do that again. Cause I remember how we felt when this happened to me and yeah. it wasn't good, but don't if, okay. If somebody does something that an old partner did, but you can work it out with them. Don't always run. Okay. Running is bad. I am a runner mm-hmm. and I need to stop running because it's ruined a lot of things for me because I get super nervous and super insecure and I run. Don't run. Okay. Let things play out. If you feel like you need to leave, leave. But don't let your brain convince you that you need to be single and that you're unlovable or that this person's going to hurt you so bad if they only really made one little tiny mistake. I- I'm being serious. Like, obviously, have standards, but at the same time, it's like give people a chance. Like, we're all human. The and way that relationships last is people who stay and fight, stay not fighters. people who cut and run. Yeah. So, yes, ma'am. Ugh. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just. Talking stages as a whole just, like, kind of suck. Especially the ones that you're really delulu about or, like, the ones I was talking about with the mere exposure effect. Like, I saw this TikTok that said that, like, if this goes for, like, school or, like, work or something, that's like, oh, I don't want to go to school or I don't want to go to work or I don't want to go to blah, blah, blah or whatever it is that you do. And then the reason why is because you feel like you have to create some sort of immediate reward or justification for going to work because you need or school because you need something to look forward to to pull us out of like the mundane thing that you know it is or whatever and what happens when that thing is taken away you get really sad because you're like that was what made it fun exactly or like your class crush your hallway crush say that they switch classes or they moved to another school then it's like God damn it. I was well, in love with that person. It's like fun to romanticize, but you can't rely like your enjoyment of mundane daily tasks on a person. You can't. It's so unrealistic. It's and that's unhealthy. How you get and hurt. then you get hurt and then they leave to go to another school or they get a girlfriend or you, you know, actually had a talking stage and then you're not talking anymore. And then like it's awkward in class or you don't want to go to school. And it's like, don't, don't like the environment that you have to be in that you have no choice that you can't say no to. Don't ruin that for yourself. Also. You don't owe guys anything. No. Because guys in high school sometimes, they want one thing and one thing only. And you know the thing that I'm talking about. And it's like, you don't, just because they took you out to eat or they did something nice for you. Doesn't mean that you need a. You don't owe them anything. Yeah. And it's okay to want to wait to do that to get into a committed relationship. I feel like it's really like um, not normalized now to be like, no, actually. I don't want to on the first date. Yeah. Actually, I don't want to after knowing you for less than an hour. Yeah. And we should no, normalize that. Just go and to your a, house and watch a movie. If a guy gets Hook mad at you, insane. if a guy gets mad at you for saying no to something, and you know what we're talking about, we just can't name it. Um, if a guy gets mad at you for saying no to something, cut and run. That's the time where you cut and run. Mm-hmm. Cut and run. Cut and run. Cut and run. Cut and run. And that's how you make good relationships happen in your life is just saying, no, standing up for yourself. And maybe that's when your talking stage succeeds because if a guy sees that, respects it, and waits for you to be comfortable for X, Y, and Z, waits for you to, you know, want to do certain things and, you know, respects it and actually wants to spend time with you, that's how you know he's a good one or she or they. Hookup culture as a whole is something that's gotten way too normalized and way too popular. And it's like, I think that it's just, gotten to a point where it's like maybe addicting for some people but at the same time we need to take a step back and realize like that's not normal for minors (laughs) 
for high schoolers. No. Like, you're supposed to at least get to know them. It's too much. Do you even know their favorite color? If you're listening to this and you had a hookup phase or something like that, do you even know, like, their favorite song? Be honest. Probably not. Probably not. And how do you feel after something like that happens? Probably not good. Yeah. You probably feel used. You probably feel, like, put into a batch of everyone else. Like, you're... Like, you probably feel like you're on a uh, naughty or nice list. Roster. Let's be real. A roster. A rasta. So, let's not. Let's not. Let's... Let's respect have ourselves. Have standards. Thanks. And know that when you do respect yourself, like, the right person will come. Like, it filters out everybody. It's like a little Brita. When you... <laughs> you're like a Brita. When you say... <laughs> Your Brita only gets more powerful when you have you are a brita and so when you say no and no and no again when you have standards again and again and again you know like i said the strongest little guy will come through and be the clean water through the brita all the dirty little speckles of weird stuff from the tap water in there will stay at the bottom of the brita that your strongest guy or girl or they them will come out of the brita and suffice you just got to wait for it and you got to keep sticking to your morals, your self-respect and your um, decisions and standing up for yourself. And eventually that person will come, but you can't bend those things for anybody. Never stay yourself. You cannot fix him. No. You cannot fix him. You can't say it with me. You can't Ouch. fix him. My ears. You can't fix him. You can't fix him. Sorry. The, they literally just... said that in the four agreements when I was reading it today. You can't fix anybody. You can't fix anyone. When you meet the right person, you won't have to be like, okay, like, he's this, this, and this, but, like, there shouldn't no. be a but. There should be, especially in the first few stages, like, we're talking about talking stages right now. So, it's like, especially in the beginning stages, there shouldn't be a but. There should only be a but when you guys are in a relationship. Like, yeah. but he has his weird quirks. Like, when he watches movies, That's... he always has a blanket, which is sort of girly or something Stop like that. Stop it. Like that's a that's a normal but. Yeah. But like actual like problems with his Yeah, and like personality. This is how like this is how like all these failed talking stages are good because like those butts are the red flags. Those butts mean get the hell out of here. Yeah. When there is m- these big butts, <laughs> these big butts. <laughs> when these big butts come up, <laughs> you cut and run, babe. So, anyways. That's when it's time to go. Uh, uh, okay, well, I have to pee, so I'll bye see guys. you guys next week. Um, Remember, all you can I do can is try. try. And this is trying. And this is trying. Okay, bye. I love you. Okay, <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> if you're in a talking stage right now. Oh, before we go. Good luck. Before we go, rate our podcast. There's a little star under the title. Respond to, on TikTok Respond to the poll below. This episode, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I don't think that's an option. Follow us on TikTok. This is us trying podcast. Follow us on Instagram. This is us trying podcast. Comment on our tell your recent post. Tell your neighbor. Tell, tell your, your sister. sister. Tell, tell your dog. brother. Tell your teacher. Tell your cat. Tell your, your tell that weird kid in class. Tell yeah. Tell everybody. All right. Bye. Hey, you know, um, you're in a talking stage right now. Oh man, your talking stage just failed. You know, it's a good thing for that. This is us actually. Trying. This is us trying to drop the talking stage episode. So, hop so maybe on you it. should listen to it. We love you guys. Okay. Okay. All bye. right. Okay. Bye. Like we're done. Bye. I've-